this universe, we look at a lot of things like failure is not such a bad thing. If you're not failing, you maybe you're not trying hard enough. Welcome to Ending Pending. I'm your host, Andy. I'm not used to going second in the lineup, and I'm Ronnie. And I'm not Evan, I'm Kim. Evan is away on business, so uh, we have magically replaced him with housemate Kim. Kim! Yeah. Uh, Ending Pending is a podcast where we discuss television shows that have only lasted for a single season. We are currently covering the last three episodes of the highly successful (laughs) <laughs> well-praised, much-beloved show, The Black Donnellys. Before we get into that, Kim has a bit for us. I do? You do. Oh. You're Evan. Uh, yeah. Evan does the bit. Evan does the, for the bit. Black Donnellys. Don't you guys rotate on the bits? No, I always do the bit, but because Evan hated recapping The Black Donnellys, uh, I, I've been doing that, and he's been doing the bits. Oh, so... Are you going to recap then? Yeah, I'm going to recap. You're not going to have to recap. I'm going to recap. You got to do the bit though. This is my bit. This can't be your bit. This is a terrible bit. (laughs) This is a good bit. No, this is a very bad bit. I put way more thought and effort into my bit. You don't. But also, how about if you were on the run from an Irish mob hitman with your whole family in the van... Where would you flee to? Do we have to put our whole family in the van? No. Is that a no. I, I mean, you know, family is what you make it. So. I would go to space. Ooh. I don't think the Irish mob has much reach in space. No. That's fair. All the way to the moon or just to low Earth orbit? No, I might even go past the moon. Who knows? Whoa. Yeah. Where would you go? Um, I guess it depends on how well they knew me. Uh, if I had never met them before, I'd probably just move one house over and change my name and stuff. You know, that's fair. Legal things, because that's all that really matters. But if if they knew me personally, if it was like a personal vendetta, then I don't think I'd try to run. I think I'd try to kill them first, which I guess is sort of the plot of this episode. Yeah, yeah it's a real Jimmy, Jimmy Donnelly move. <laughs> you're Jimmy. <laughs> What about you, Ronnie? Where would you go? Um, probably just to New Jersey. Like, especially if I'm in like, in like the New York, like these fellows are, then like, it'd be it'd be nice and easy to just uh, hop on the old enter bridge name here that connects New Jersey to New York. The GW <laughs> is that a thing? The, the Ses- George Washington the Bridge, Susquehanna, Susquehanna Bridge. Um, I hate um, to break it to you, Ronnie, but, like, that river would not stop any mobsters who are after you in New York. No, I know, I mean, but, like... they're practically the same state. As I understand. As someone who's from New Jersey, you might even be in more trouble when you get to Jersey because crime is way easier to commit when you're in the woods. That is true. That is true. And, as we know, everything is legal in New Jersey. So, I don't know. Except fireworks. Yes. So, did you hear about... Uh, I, I'm changing ending pending. Okay. I feel like Ronnie should have heard about that. I Isn't have that like a group thing. That you I guys? have decided that we are no longer a podcast that discusses one television TV shows. Oh We're no! Instead, a, a Star Wars Legion podcast because Clone Wars content got uh released today. 
And all I want to talk about is Star Wars Legion and Clone Wars content. All right. Well, this is this is a bit of like a a fun necessary dip back. This is back to our old YouTube days. Yeah. Yeah. This is we're just gonna talk about Star Wars Legion. Uh, Wait, no. But I love the Black Donnelly so bad. Mm. We should talk about Star Wars. I'm putting my foot down. You just don't want to talk about the Black Donnellys. Yeah. You're doing a great job as Evan. Yeah. <laughs> Very Evan. The right. Evan aesthetic is strong. The the one listener that I know plays Star Wars Legion is is going to be disappointed. Uh, sorry, John. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about the Black Donnellys. I guess if you want to disappoint John. I I live to disappoint John. Don't we all? We, we I think we really do. Okay, so uh, episode 11, 12, and thirteen. These are all on NBC's website if you would like to follow along which i highly recommend uh because we're gonna spoil the shit out of it uh episode 11 wasn't that enough uh the riley's diner is up for eviction and uh doki is trying to like buy it out from under him and instead uh tommy and kevin get up to some shenanigans to try and save it and by shenanigans they end up Torturing the shit out of someone who used to be friends with their dad. And he uh, alludes to quite a bit about how their dad died. And then they they murder his ass and Kevin gets rid of the body. Episode 12, the black drop. Uh, Tommy has finished saving the Riley Diner and Doki's real pissed about it. Kevin and Tommy decide to torture someone else to get more information about how their dad died and they can't seem to like get it out of him. So they trade him to Nikki Katero for information because this guy is like doing the books for Doki and Nikki as like a thank you reveals that it was Doki who killed, uh, killed their daddy. Jimmy meanwhile has been like doing shit for Doki to like, rise through the ranks and Doki's just kind of sick of him so he gets him drunk and then motor oils him and Tommy beats the goes into a bar with the intent of murdering Doki with Kevin and Jimmy no not Jimmy Kevin and Joey and they beat the shit out of Doki and then Tommy's conscience rises from the depths that he had pushed it down Towards and his Catholic guilt stops him from murdering Doki and they just leave. Uh, which was probably not the best decision. Episode 13, Easy as the Way. It starts off with Jimmy like shaving his head like a badass and like getting ready. And all the Donnellys and their cohorts are like ready for war. And Tommy is just trying to get everyone to leave. All he wants to do is to get everyone to leave. But no one wants to leave. Jimmy doesn't want to leave. Kevin doesn't want to leave. Sean doesn't want to leave. Uh, And so he's trying to, like, herd cats and get everyone out of the city because Doki's coming for him. Jimmy has, like, stolen military-grade weapons from the Iraqi war. And Sean is, like, hanging out with his weird Christian girlfriend. And shenanigans are afoot. And uh, Jenny gets... uh, Sexually assaulted by Samson, which is not good. It's a uh, pretty uncomfortable. And 
Tommy tries to get everyone to go, and as they're leaving, Doki shoots their mom, and Kevin shoots Doki, and they all run away. Oh, and Nicky Gutero poisons his boss, but his boss offers him a drink, and so he has to drink the poison too, and trying to get him to the hospital, and everyone's crying and dying, and uh, Jenny murders Samson with a lead pipe, and it's fucking badass, and that's the end of season one of the Black Dies. There's a, there's a lot to take in. There's a lot a that l- goes on here. Yeah. Is there is there a lot that goes on? Or is it just a lot of, like, implied stuff, and you're not really sure? Just because you weren't paying attention and you had a little (laughs) trouble following along there, Kim, does not mean that if you had watched it with your full attention, you wouldn't have gotten it. Sure, sure. I do think a lot goes on, but I think that there is a lot of value to what Kim is saying, is that, like... Thank you, Roddy. This this was not... I mean, we'll get into it. We'll get into our negatives. I will just say... Nothing was resolved. I... I will I will lead us off with uh hey Ronnie is these three episodes work for you? They did not. They did not oh, work. No, they did Ronnie, not. You've gone I know. backwards. I know. Well, backwards is is subjective. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now it's just like for at least some most of the shows, even though we only have one season, they feel like some kind of a complete package. Where this one just felt like it was missing like a a good like ten minutes of the episode. I could have used it like a an HBO extra like long finale on this one. Cause I just don't there's so many questions that are left unanswered, <coughs> and the ones that are answered are the ones I didn't really care about. And the ones that kinda like I figured what was gonna happen. I disagree. Um, well, then you tell me, Andy, these three episodes of the Black Donnellys, the final ones of them, did they work for you? They sure did. I think they're great. Gonna elaborate cool. on that? I'll that elaborate later when, I, when I'm ready and when I, when I feel like it. But I think <laughs> these episodes were excellent. They were choice. As, uh, as the Bible would say, my cup overfloweth with uh, nothing but joy and good things to say about the Black Donnellys. Bible is a big fan of Black Donnellys. Not many people know that. Big it's, fan. It, it's true. Kim. Wait, wait, wait. You know what? You know what is great about the Black uh, Donnellys? The Black oh, Donnellys gosh. doesn't say, hey, I'm the best show. The Black Donnellys doesn't say, you seat me at the head of the table next to the master of the house. The Black Donnellys is humble and sits wherever there's an open chair and then it waits for the head of the house to invite it to sit by its right hand and it makes someone else get up to make room for the Black Donnellys, and I appreciate the Black Donnellys' humility and servant's heart. I, I it don't is a ag- humble, it is a good and humble show, and it deserves a better seat at the table than you lot are giving it. I don't I don't like the Black Donnellys' evangelicalism that, that I'm being fed here. And before, before Andy can talk over you again, Kim, Kim, these mm-hmm. three episodes of NBC's The Black Donnellys, did they work for you? Yeah, they're kind of working for me. Fuck <laughs> yeah! No, I'm just kidding. Yeah! Oh, I'm yeah. Just, that was Ronnie, you cut it here! Ronnie, you cut it here! <laughs> Ronnie, cut it here! It worked 
for two of the three of us. It didn't. Yes. No, this whole show is not working for me. You're I, a goddamn coward. I just wanted to can't believe you do that Andy to me. up so I could knock them down. Oh, yes. That's cruel. These episodes aren't working for me. The whole show isn't, <laughs> just in case. Well, that's you for know. later. We well, do I'm that just, later. I'm just You're saying, spoiling I haven't it. been here before, you know, for this show. I need water. So... It's important that everyone knows my stance. (laughs) Sure, sure. These three episodes, floor is open. What worked for us? What are the the good things, the positives about NBC's The Black Donnellys? I'll let Andy go first. Yeah, I guess that's only fair. Everything. All of it. It's a great great fucking show. I'll just be here trying to think of one thing. You go ahead. God damn it, Kim. Christ. <laughs> I mean, I I like all the torture. Uh, normally, I'm against torture. Uh, torture is bad. But I think it really shows how, like, fucked up the Donnellys have gotten. I don't think episode one Donnellys would have been, like, torturing dudes. Like, when Kevin has Louis Downtown tied up in the basement, he's playing cards with the guy and offering to pay him out of the ransom money for his gambling. Uh, and here we are with episodes 11 and 12, and they torture the shit out of two dudes, murder the one, and then sell the other ones to an Italian. That's uh, that's character growth. Maybe not in, in the right way, because uh, they've become terrible people, but it, it is character growth. And I think it makes sense why Tommy then hesitates to kill Doki. Normally, I kind of, I, I hate that. Oh, like, if I kill you, I'll become you. Like, that's bullshit. But I I think it works for Tommy in that he never really wanted to be in this life to begin with. And this is, like, the furthest he's been. He he has done some truly awful shit up to this point. And he just has this moment of realization when he's about to murder someone in cold blood in the middle of an open street and backs out. So I, I think that's really compelling I love the the bit with Jimmy and Joey, like, with the worst murder attempt of all time. I think that's really yeah, funny. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, anything with Joey. I love Joey. Um, Joey Joey Eisen continues to be the shining star of this show. I, uh, we'll talk about that later. I like Nikki Katero's, like, whole bit in yeah. these three episodes. It's... It, he doesn't show up much, but when he does, it's really good. He always steals the scene. And his murder plan of Aloe is fantastic. And then as it all goes to shit, how he like manages to salvage even a little bit of it with like, oh no, he's my he's my driver, he can't drink. Cause he knows it's poison, and like only one of them can be poisoned because the other one has to drive to the hospital. Brilliant. Good shit. Um and with the the ending with how it ends with their mom getting shot, I think you can then see how Tommy Donnelly would turn his family into a crime family. Like, all of season one of the Black Donnellys is how does Tommy Donnelly, you know, roughly a good person, become a really bad person? And you see him taking step after step and, like, fight against the darkness. And finally, it's Nope, I'm going to take over the neighborhood. And I think it's a good show. What do you like, Ronnie? Anything? 
I like so in episode 12 there's a bit where the uh, uh, guy is like going through the inspection and he's saying like oh this will take a couple of days and they're like we don't have days and is the guy's like you want to get this done quick my kid wants a BMW for the birthday or something like that it's implied that like <clears throat> Tommy's gonna go out and get a BMW like it's not treated like it's like the whole episode it's just like they go they steal a car because like we've done this like yeah. it, it, it's it's a quick save in a video game it's like it's like a fast a fast travel point it's like I've made this trip we can just yada yada over this bit and I like how they were just like very nonchalant about like all right like we're just doing this because this is like a minor petty crime to us now. There's the whole bit with Jimmy and Jody trying to decide what they want to do with Whitey's body. Yeah. And at first I was like, I almost wanted it to be darker. Like Jimmy kind of was playing his whole like, whoa, I mean, what are we going to do? I don't I mean, you know, what are you sick? What? And like, I almost wanted it to be like super duper like them like in the apartment sawing this body up of just like well this she had some crazy ideas she was dark she was yeah. dark jimmy was just kind of like super hapless and like like helpless and like you killed this guy dude you should be the one who's figuring stuff out i couldn't decide whether i liked that or not whether i liked the comedy they kind of devolved into or whether i would have preferred it to be like a descent into darkness true moment um but it, I, you know, I, th- it I think I like that it was funny. I think I liked that Jimmy was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. As Jody was like, let's steal all his teeth that will right. never be able to identify him. And it's like, who, who are you? Right. Like at first they decide like, okay, well, we're going to have sex like beside this body. And it's like, that's dark. Yeah, that was weird. And, and then it like turns to comedy but only like slightly and then it's full comedy i just wish they would have committed one way or the other that's fair like if we're gonna go all dark like let's make this weird and dark and brutal but if we're gonna go all comedy like let's let's just make this a slapstick like neil simon affair um it it didn't really it was valueless because we understand what Doki is at the end is he's, he's just a big bad murderer. But when he takes Tommy down in the cellar of the, uh, of the firecracker, uh, in the beginning of episode 11, um, and he, and he's saying like the same thing his mom said, of just like, you want to get yourself killed? Like, you don't like, don't do this. Like, don't like, I appreciated that because it was like, Oh wait, Doki has a heart. Doki is like, any kind of human like he has some humanity and like i just crave that i just crave people like being there for each other even if they're evil monsters speaking of that i love the scene with the cop in the final episode where tommy is like i'll wear a wire i'll do whatever you want and the cop is like oh like we'll put you in a wire and doki will kill you like is that what you want and tommy's like hey if that'll take him down and protect my family yeah let's do it yeah yeah, that is that is a. I mean, like like Tommy is so desperate in this last episode to just get out. Tommy has like some kind of like, I, I don't know, but it, it it's just like he says the right thing without like trying. Like 
without trying to be Sean, without trying to be like, ooh, I say all the right things. Like, he just says the right things because he is true to himself and just, like, blurts it out. Doesn't doesn't think about it, but just has that, like, true spirit, that true heart. And it's just, like, that comes through so much. And it's so, like, hard to see him go through all this stuff with that in mind. Hey, Reed. Hey, Brittany. Hey, all of you out there in podcast land. This is What You Call It. A podcast about life, liberty, and the pursuit of nerdiness. Here's what people are saying about it. Oh, have you heard of the What You Call It? Hey, that, that is my favorite podcast it is right now. so good. It is better than a tater tot hot dish. Well, I can't believe that for a second. You know, it's one of those big Midwest fancy things. A Midwest fancy thing? Yeah, I don't know what that is, but okay, yeah, that's but what yeah. it is. <laughs> you're gonna love it, though. Oh, you're have, just gonna love have it. Have you heard Brittany talk about being from California? Oh, have you heard Reed talk about being from the Midwest? Well, I never. And for crying in the soup, for would you just listen to the, the show? Soup. Don't take their word. Take a listen to the show. Yeah, blah, blah. We're the show. And remember, folks. Your belly button is your old mouth. Listen. From LunarLightStudio.com. Any positives, Kim? Um, I'm thinking. I'm trying real hard. Uh, let's see. You're such an Evan. Oh, uh, hmm. Uh, <laughs> Nikki's okay. That guy? You like Nikki? He's okay. Do you just think he's um, hot or do you like the character? I think I might just like the actor. That's fair. Because I've seen him in other things. But, uh, oh, you know the theme music? The yeah. did it in the beginning? Yeah. That's good music. It is good. Yeah. Look at you. That's fun. two good things. It's two good um, things. Unfortunately, there's no good music after that point in any episode ever. Yeah. True. Their budget did not go to music. Um... Oh, uh, there were some funny little bits, you know, like like when they went to go get the, the, the thing for the diner change and, and they got to stand that line. Ke- I feel like, Ke- was it Kevin? Yeah, Kevin yeah. had some funny bits. Kevin, like, Kevin's great. I love Kevin. I feel like he had a couple in yeah. these episodes specifically. Yeah. He was like, oh, I hate people who cut the line. Or, I, I love or, when Tommy cuts the line and Kevin leans over to someone else in line and is like, what an asshole, yeah. and then follows him. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. What an There's asshole, cut the line and then follows. That felt like a brother thing, too. Yeah. I liked that. Um, There's the line that Kevin has where he's talking about like some guy that he knows. And he's like, okay, we'll call him. And he's like, well, I owe him some money. And they're like, how much? $2,000. And there's like a beat. And he's like, you wouldn't believe how uptight he is about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some good bits like that. Or, mm-hmm. uh a couple of the other characters had little bits. There's too. a reason why Kevin's my favorite Donnelly brother. And it's because he's the best one. <laughs> um, if I had to pick, I would pick Kevin too. Yeah! Look at you! I said if I had to pick. That's not very Evan of you. Evan wouldn't pick Kevin. Evan hated Kevin. Wait, really? Yeah. Why did Evan hate Kevin? Because Evan likes to hurt me. No. Which one does yeah. Evan like? I did I not think like any of Kevin them. either. 
Kevin has some good lines, but Kevin doesn't really do much to advance the plot in any way, oh, shape, or form. He tortures the shit out of two people, hides yeah, a body, and then kills the Doki. Later. He kills Doki. I feel like Kevin's Tommy's like second. Sean yeah. does nothing. Sean does jack Sean shit. Sean does nothing. Sean is not pulling his and weight. Then Jimmy does like the opposite of whatever Tommy does, so it's just counterproductive. The speaking of like good lines, there's the moment when Sean is explaining to his jukebox girlfriend that why they hate the Italians and what you know what the Italians do to their family, and then he like takes a breath and is like, "Oh wait." wait is my girlfriend italian and there's like this like way too long moment of like recognition and then she's like oh no i'm greek and they're like oh okay cool (laughs) it was was, that was a cute moment between two characters that i could not care about less yeah do not care about either of them is that all the good stuff i honestly think it might be Um, um samson dying is good who's that samson Dying? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, Did that's he? like, I. Well, that's that's a good question. But also, Thank like, you. it's like any Jimmy Neutron episode. It's like I'm not congratulating the writers on killing this terrible like monster that they brought onto the show. Yeah. I don't think it was necessary for Jenny to have. We're doing it. We're going into negative territory. This okay. is what didn't work for me. Sure. I like the the pain and suffering that Jenny had to endure with like her husband's a, a dirt ball and also he's missing and also he's dead and also her father's you know not doing well and also Doki hates her because she you know got the money she needed to and also Jimmy is mad at her for some unrequited love and also she's got a real bad stalker but yeah, I agree with you, Ronnie. The show kind of yeah. likes shitting on her. <laughs> a yeah, lot. and and the fact that she is like one of uh, I'm gonna I'll say the only well no Jody is also a prominent female character, but like she's the only girl in the show basically that the show wants to like do anything with, and like the fact that she had to have this stalker, this terrible incel boyfriend, like it it. I'm glad that she, like, took matters into her own hands, but, like, the show did this. I'm not going to pat the show on the back for, like, oh, cool, you took him out in the, in the final hour. No, I, I, I was saying that it was a sad, like, it was satisfying to see him die in the way that, like, it was really satisfying to see Ramsey Bolton get, get deaded. But, like, I'm not congratulating Game of Thrones for putting right. Santa through the shit that they right. did to Santa. No, yeah. It was no, still, like... It was still like, mm, I'm so glad he died. And like, yeah. in what a great way, beaten to death with a lead pipe outside of his apartment after telling her to like, look over your shoulder. Yeah. Like, he Ram- wasn't looking over his shoulder and she beat the shit out of him. Ramsey Bolton like pushed the plot forward and was like a dynamic character, which yeah, also sense. had emotional weight on other characters other than Sansa, you know? I wasn't making like a direct comparison there. Yeah. I know, but I'm just saying, I don't even understand what the purpose of this character existing sure. in this show sure. is. Like, they, what does he do other sh- than just torture her, essentially? They should have had him creepy in a different way. Yeah. Like, he shouldn't have been like a sex creeper. He should have been like... I don't know, like, obsessed with her dad or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. that would have been really creepy if he right. was, like, feeding into his, like, Alzheimer's delusions or something. 
Yeah. Or, like, trying to take advantage of, like, the family that way. It shouldn't have been a sex thing. Right. I agree. Because it just felt like it came out of nowhere and didn't do anything. That would have been more interesting, but why do you need this weird creepy dude in her life to begin with? Oh, that's, I don't know. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I feel yeah. like there are, which gets the, into like my wider problems with this whole show, but I feel like there's just a lot of plot elements, which I don't know why they're here and what they're doing to contribute to yeah. anything in the grand scheme of things. Uh, yeah, and that, and that certainly has come up a lot of just like us trying to figure out better ways that they could have like like better ways to make Jimmy like the way he is towards Tommy without like the betrayal of Jenny. Like, like the only yeah. thing that, that Samson has ever done in the show is, is make Tommy jealous because she leaves with uh, Samson during the, during the wake. And at the very end, we see like what could have been if Jim, if Tommy had come in and been able to to share all of his feelings with Jenny instead of seeing Samson. It's just like we can get around this in other ways, and we don't have to like completely punish Olivia Wilde's character just for the sake of like you know not even I, I, it's not even like man pain. It's just like a tor- like a damsel in distress for the sake of having one. I mean, I guess it would be more interesting had there been a following season to see her character sort of grow into more of a badass who's willing mm-hmm. to, like, break the rules and kill people with pipes, right. debatably, but... <laughs> right. Like, yeah, I'm we ass- don't get any of that. I'm assuming but. season two, she would have been, like, full-on Donnelly crime family after this. Yeah. But the thing is, or was she just doing it because she knew because she was going to leave and she knew she could like get away with it? She's like, "All right, I'm leaving." So well, I might she, well just she wasn't in now. the car. She didn't. She wasn't leaving. Was she not leaving? No, that's... she was not. No, I'm... but she didn't but I will answer say, the call. I will say, Kim. I think she would have. I like she she missed the call because she was out killing Samson, and so you know the idea of like. I need to kill him because that's the only thing I can do. Yeah. And then I'm going to get right back to the diner, get the call, and then me and my dad are out of here. Yeah, I think where I thought her that's mind, in the like, back of her, her mind. Was. So, yeah. That sounds like a plan. I don't know. Like, that's not how I seems, read it. But it okay. seems like a weird time to kill someone if you're not going to leave. Speaking of uh, the way that this show is, is you know, terrible to women... Um, it really annoyed me in these last uh, couple episodes how, like, when you're going to see uh, Aloe's house, we see the big mansion, that big establishing shot. When we're at the firecracker, we see, like, the terrible old sign or the terrible new sign at the firecracker. When we go to Nikki Katero's club, the only establishing shot is that his fiance is doing, like, strange stripper burlesque. And that's the only thing that the show does with that character. It's like, oh, and now we're at Nikki Katero's club because, look, there's a stripper. Look at that woman. She establishes the scene. She almost had an interesting scene where she was talking to the, like, woman mayor or political lady. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what her, like, office was or her name because yeah. she doesn't do anything. But, like, she almost had, like, an interesting scene there. But, yeah, uh, it wasn't. Yeah. And she, like, she never does anything other than it's, dance. It's not even, like, I'm mad that, like, they didn't know what to do with her. It's, like, they chose what they were going to do with her and they made her, like, a, a sign. They made her a prop to, like, establish where you are. And it's like, that's gross. No, that's fair. Not going to argue that. The editing is really weird. So, they, I don't, 
they do this weird thing whenever they flash back or forward where they put like a green filter on everything. You know? What's up yeah, with that? Yeah, the flashbacks that? are the, green, the flashbacks are bad. Grainy filter. I'll say this, it's better than in fucking uh radio dad show where there's no signifier that you flashbacked or flash forwarded. That's true. So like at least they're doing something so you know. But they don't yeah. do it consistently because I noticed two episodes ago out of these three, the first one I think it was, um, they fl- when they flash back within like a certain amount of time, they don't use the filter. But if they flash back to when they're kids, they do. And if they flash forward to when Joey is narrating, they also do. Yeah. It's just a weird choice to me. Like, mm-hmm. it, there's a certain time frame where there's no grainy green filter. <laughs> And even with the flashbacks in the in this final episode, the whole like the Donnellys never made it very far out of New York. It's just like that's like a sitcom flashback kind of thing that you would see on like Young Sheldon or something like that. That was like the ending, the closing line. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, compare this there. show to the Big Bang spinoff, Young Sheldon. I, How I went there. It felt- dare you come into my home, my house, it, and compare I, my show to the Big Bang spinoff series, Young Sheldon? What I stand the by fuck? It. I stand by it. it, it it's I, just like I do not. I do not stand by it. I am spiking the audio because I am. I am outraged. How dare you? It was Good just a sir. super. Good it was sir. a. You stop How it. You stop you? it. You stop wow. it. Now you're making me clip my audio. It was. <laughs> it was. You're making me mad at you. You. It was such a cheap way of like. Like, are they establishing that like the Donnelly family is cursed? Are they like trying to say like, oh, it's well, like the you know, river. They, they're trapped. Yeah, I get it, but that's not they're they're not in the Boyuna. They're just in like Hell's Kitchen. Like they can't it's Is that it's, where they are? I was trying to figure out where specifically in New York they were supposed just to be. New York. I feel like it's Hell's Kitchen, yeah. I, I mean it's certainly like, not yeah. like it's certainly was, not like Manhattan or Brooklyn or anything. Yeah, I was getting that sort of uptown kind of vibe, but I mean they never show any landmarks or like Specific. There's New no York way it was locations. filmed in New York. Yeah, I was gonna say There's, if I had to guess, this is like a a Vancouver project, if if anything. I mean, geez, it doesn't even really feel like New York at times, though, because aside from being in a couple of office buildings, you never see like a single skyscraper. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like this could have easily been Chicago or Boston or. Are we done saying mean things about my show? No, no I, have I have more. Okay. <laughs> Would you like Andy, to go Andy's on? breaking. It's fine. I know our audience agrees with me. Sure. Go ahead, Kim. You, you you lead us off with what with uh your bad things. Not bad right. things. We 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 were doing this too much. Just things that did not work for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I know you guys like Joey, but why? I'm, why does he exist in this show? 
because mm-hmm. <laughs> you can say that about any character no, in any show though no, I could be watching no, Game of Thrones because, and be like why does Ned Stark exist no, he's gonna Ned die this is the head of the Stark family yeah but they kill him okay why does he exist Joey is just like the tagalong friend of these four brothers and okay fine he, why does Podrick exist he exists to be the narrator I suppose but why this show needs a narrator is beyond me. And if you're going to have a narrator, I feel like there's like two ways you could take it. You could either have it be someone close to the story. So why not take like the youngest brother, for example, and make it a real personal thing. It would also make us question like, why did the younger brother get arrested? What happened to the rest of the family? You know, it'd be interesting. And we'd have a more personal experience of everything. Also, it would kind of, glanced over the fact that he kind of does nothing in the show and it would be like oh well he's the younger brother so they would always like try to keep him informed but didn't want him to get too involved you know because they're all kind of protective and then on the other hand you could have picked someone else like joey i guess but then you would establish that they're an unreliable narrator and i feel like there's a lot of fun stuff you could do with that which they like touch on a little in this show but I feel like they don't really embrace because for the March part, I believe we're supposed to believe that everything we're seeing is stuff that actually happened. But in reality, we don't know any of that. Like it could all be made up or there could be whole swaths of it that are made up. But the show never like plays with that idea that like we're being told this it does recollection of a fifth person. Probably once every other episode, Joey gets caught in a lie. Well, they do these like little bits where he's like, and then this happened. And then the <clears> cop <throat> or the priest or someone is like, oh, is that really what happened? And then he's like, ah, you kind of got me. And then he goes on telling the story. But I mean, like, what yeah. if whole swaths of the of the plot were fictitious? You know, like whole, whole series yeah. of events of things that the brothers did and didn't do. Kim, I think you really hit on something. That is that is the crucial problem with the show and with Joey is that we don't know why Joey is in jail. We don't know why he got caught. We don't like for me as much as like the descent of the Donnelly crime family is the thing. The thing that I'm like, I understand like what's going to happen because I understand the tropes of television and like Doki's going to betray everybody and everyone's going to be mad and then there's going to be death and murder like that's going to happen. I get it. That's the the. The journey on how to get there is the story, but I know the ending. I don't like there's there's a bit where they talk about how um, it's like super passed over. And maybe I'm maybe I'm like misremembering this. But when um, Joey gets stabbed in the shower, he talks about how the Donnelly brothers have a contract out against him. And and then we like never find out what that's all about. We never find out why he's in jail like that that would make the character of Joey Ice Cream really have some weight if we found out at the end of like, you know, he's trying to like give information so he can get out of prison or he can get a lesser sentence because he was involved in a murder. Like he like he did something really heinous at the end and like like nobody's giving him any like time of day because he is like a hardened criminal who is also a compulsive liar. Like I wanted that and I didn't. That's one of those things at the end where like I didn't get it. I, I wanted to see that story, and it just wasn't wasn't even thought of to include that in this season. And, like, I mean, personally, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with not having all of the answers because I think the mysteries they set up with what happened in the present 
is really interesting. So, like, not knowing exactly what landed Joey in jail or not knowing the fallout between him and the Donnellys. Like, I'm cool with not knowing that because I wanted more story. Like, I wanted to find that out I'm cool with, later as the show I'm went cool, on. I'm cool with not knowing something. I'm cool with not knowing who, like, whether or not Samson is dead. I'm cool with not knowing if Jenny, like, what Jenny does after that and, you know, what happens with Jody and what happens with, uh, you know, Aloe and, and Nikki Katero. Like, I'm cool with having those plot holes open because I feel like there was some kind of resolution. There was some kind of satisfaction to it. We are, we, Andy, you and I, have been made to feel sympathy and feel love for this character of Joey Ice Cream. And there's, like, no knots tied up at all other than him just being, like, so then they did this, and then they did this. Like, there was so much buildup with that character for there to be no resolution at all. And I just, even if I don't have, get to know everything, give me something. It's it's like the same problem we had in uh, in Frequency of just like, you know, we have these big, long stretches of episode with no resolution at all, with no satisfaction at all. And it just wears on you. And like that, that wasn't exactly the same for Joey ice cream. But by the time I got to the end, I was like, I want to know what happened to this. Like this would be a big story. Like just to, to a one off line, like would make this more resolved and wouldn't have to give me everything. And I just, I really felt like I needed that. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, what are the what are the final like m- mystery slash cliffhangers that they leave you with at the end? It's is their <clears> mom <throat> gonna die? And is Doki dead? Is Doki dead? Is Samson dead? I thought you said that we knew. I mean, I think we know that their mom is dead. I think we know that Doki is dead. I think we know that Samson is dead. I think Nikki Katero lives. Oh, yeah. Nikki- is Nikki going to die? I guess yeah. that's another one. It's all about, like, where their arcs are and, like, what's left. Like, Doki's arc is done. He's dead. Tommy's not in charge. Their mom is dead because she was some sort of, like, conscience for them. And they need to not have that anymore. Was she? What did- yeah, to a degree. Like, they didn't, keep, like, inform her of shit. And, and yeah, you can't like, be- she was pushing Sean to go back to school and stuff. I think it would have been kind of cool, actually, if she was the conscience of like their conscience like if anytime they got mm-hmm. into deep shit they like went to her and were like this is what's going on and i don't know what to do and she would always be like oh well i think you should do this because yeah, your father was cool. like that and you should do good and even if she was lying and their father wasn't like that i think that would that would be kind of cool yeah that would be an neat. interesting dynamic uh samson's yeah. dead because no. his arc is not that he had an arc but like i think he's dead and I think yeah. Nikki's alive. I think Nikki still has stuff to add to the show. So, but here's the thing: like these are all just a bunch of side side characters. Which the like the cliffhanger to like get you invested in the next season is: are all these side characters going to live? And I don't mm-hmm. know, like if that's compelling enough. <laughs> because yeah, like that's for most of them, I could go either way, and it wouldn't. I mean, like I said, I like Nikki, so like. If that character died, I'd be bummed. But, like, all the other ones, like... And, of course, I'd be bummed if the mom died, but that's mostly because they'd sort of be fridging her to motivate them all to become more yeah. un- immoral. And they, but, they never utilized Flemeth as much as they could have. For sure. No. 
what I can take like, solace in the fact that she goes who, on to have the more successful career, probably out of all these actors. <laughs> uh, I mean, Tommy's on American Gods, and uh, Olivia Wilde is going back to the Sandlot, apparently. So she's Captain. Oh yeah, I forgot that she was. Yeah, okay, yeah. she's. She's she's got another enterprise for a while, so yeah, she she definitely has the best <laughs> career. She did that before this, though. I'm not someone who like looks at a show's like finale and says like, "Oh, the finale wasn't good." Like, it's all garbage. Like that that the, mm-hmm. a finale of anything does not like devalue the journey it took to get there, but just like the journey, a lot of the journeys that I felt like I was going on felt cheapened by the fact that like. We we invested so much in this big like confrontational battle rather than like true storytelling and true like wrapping up of just a couple of loose ends, not all of them, but just a couple. Do you have any more negatives, Andy? Nope, I don't have any <laughs> negatives. I think the show is phenomenal. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I guess you could think that. I can't believe they introduced a rocket launcher into that last episode and didn't that use was- it. That was yeah. yeah. That is a real Chekhov's rocket launcher. Chekhov's rocket launcher was let yeah. down. Yeah, all they had was some, uh, some grenades that. that don't work. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the I do whole... love the scene where the dude brings the weapons, though. That's a fun scene. Yeah, it's a fun scene. Um, yeah, the, the Kevin, <sighs> do you know how to use a rocket launcher? Dickie's brother knows how to use it. it can't be that hard. the uh brother the bit with with um tommy not killing doki like i was i had in my notes that like not killing doki is some big dick energy like because i was prepared for him to like give kevin the gun say get out of here and him to turn to all the people coming out of the bar and just being like this is like very much like this is your king. This is very uh, Killmonger move, and yeah. like starting to rally everyone to his side. Like I felt like that was the play there, but Tommy is just like he just runs. Like it's just like I I I, I, I don't know. It, it felt like there should have been a bigger plan here, and an, like I want to say like ooh, I love it when like a plan doesn't necessarily come together. Like I'm on record for like infinity war like oh how are the how are the good guys gonna turn this around it's like oh no the good guys just lose oh no infinity war was a good movie we can move on from that (laughs) i haven't i haven't i haven't spent enough time thinking that deeply about infinity war to talk about what i feel about it but anyway hey hey hey, ending pending audience infinity war sucked it's not a good movie i know we all enjoyed it because it's all of our favorite heroes and shit and like they all come together but it's a it's a bad movie. It's not. I good. think I, I think I strongly disagree with you, but we can we can talk about that another time. You have um, a good point, Ronnie. I think it would have been cool if after he dragged him out of the bar and he had like turned around and did some sort yeah. of play to try to like take over the neighborhood. Yeah, that, that would have been, been cool. Right. I would have been cool with that. Some Jeffrey Chaucer next tale action. Because the next thing can still happen. Like he can still like be like. You know, pissing himself and be like, go. I don't know if I don't know if that worked. Like, we gotta get out of town. <laughs> like, and and I think that like that like would really establish more of like once Stokey's dead. Like, okay, Tommy, you've got yeah. this army. You've got like all these folks. Um, 
And so like the next episode where it's like, you know, him like, oh, I don't know how to get out of this other than to just run. I was like, I I appreciate this because it's like, yeah, not everyone has like an ace in the hole. Not everyone has a, a great plan waiting for them. But it like it felt to me more like not like Tommy didn't know what to do. It felt like the writers didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I think and I it, definitely I would have liked Tommy more if he was more of like this a little like panicked, just like trying to fix all these problems and not really having a plan and just like trying mm-hmm. to keep it all together. That would have been mm-hmm. cool. And I th- I think for some of the season he achieved a little bit of that. But yeah. it, again, it just kind of like when the cards are on the table, it falls apart a little bit when it's when it's go time. It's like and then eh. you kind of understand more when like shit hits the fan and his mom gets shot and all right. that. Why? And like if all of that sort of just fell into his lap, you could see how he'd like pick up right. the pieces then and be like, all right, I guess I'm doing this. Yeah. And like even like the fact that the entire final episode, Tommy's storyline is like, I've got to get a van. I've got to get everyone together and we got to get out of town. Like, I would have loved so much more if like Tommy tried out like three of his best ideas. They all failed. And he's like, well, fuck it. Like, get in. We got to go. Like, nothing worked. Like, everything that I've done this season is 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 for nothing now. Like, let's go, go, go. Like, I, it, it would have it was just kind of like Tommy was like, well, I'm all out of de- ideas in minute one. Let's just let's just pack it up. Let's get out of here. Um, that being said, I've uh, I've kind of shown my hands about how I feel about this show. But let's uh, let's talk about the whole kit and caboodle. All 13, 13 episodes of NBC's The Black Donnelly. Kim, did these 13 episodes work for you? Oh, Andy's smiling at me right now. Like I'm gonna say anything don't, other than Don't let them sway you. <laughs> yeah. No, all the smiles in the world <laughs> couldn't sway me. This show really didn't work for me. Granted, I was I'm gonna give it enough credit to the fact that I was able to push myself to sit through it even when I didn't have to. <laughs> And Christ, Kim, just stop. I'm just saying it was better than selfie. <laughs> Whoa. Take it. Whoa. You're going to upset Ronnie. Though. Oh, my goodness. Turn on each other. All the, Turn on all each the other. Shots, all the shots are being fired, and I feel like I got caught in the crossfires over here. Oh. It didn't, and it was better than mixology. Like, I didn't get viscerally okay. angry watching it. I just got, like, a little angry and annoyed because I forgot we did mixology. I, w- I think we all wish we could have forgotten doing miscology. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it didn't make me angry. I guess that's a positive. <laughs> but, like, Ronnie, I didn't, you're I didn't up. like it. I'm up. These 13 episodes. Um, My gut is telling me that they didn't, it didn't work. But, like, it's it's just because it felt, it felt like they could have done more. They, they could have done more. They could have done better. It it was <laughs> the, the faces, the face. I'm getting like a face every six frames over here <laughs> that Andy is Andy is delivering to me. I uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it's it's close. It's close. But it, it did not. It did not work for me. I think Ty, I think Ty goes to the Andy. I think it's close, it should work. I'm just saying. 
tie goes to the Andy. Andy, these 13 episodes yes. of, of NBC's The Black Donnellys, did they work for you? Yes. Yes, they did. This show is great. Ending pending audience, pending pals. Don't listen to these other people. Listen to your good friend Andy and watch the show. You'll love it. It's so good. It's a winner. I I think we should dive right into, because I've got a great pitch. I think we should dive right into the writer's room. And uh, let's figure out what season two of the Black Donnellys would be like. What's your pitch, Ronnie? My pitch is we go and we are listening to uh, Joey Ice Cream. And he's telling the story and he's he's going deep into details and the camera pans out and he's still talking, but he's getting quieter and quieter. He's getting quieter. And then all of a sudden he, we can't hear him and we're looking at him from a hallway and we just pan to the right and zoom in. And over there, over there is Tony Pickles. And it's the it's the Joey ice cream of the Italian of the Italian mob. And we get an up close and personal look at what's really going on with Nikki Cotero. What's really going on? Because that's the story I want to follow. These Donnellys, uh, they're they're old hat. I'm over them. I want to know what's going on over in Nikki Cotero's camp. And uh, and I want to learn more about all the ins and outs of that. So I want to hear. The maybe not the whole story because we got a pretty decent look at it from the Italian's perspective, but I want to like maybe halfway through to like the next half, like the half of season two of uh, you know, what's going on with Nikki Katero? What's going on with Vinny? What's going on with uh, Aloe's Empire? I want to, I want to see that. The Black Donnellys, I guess you have to change the name of it. Yeah, you'd have to change the name of the show. I don't know. Joey Pickles, Nikki Katero hour. Joey, Joey Pickles tells all. Tommy, Tony Pickles. Tony Pickles tells all. Who's going next? I guess my, pit, my pitch wasn't that great. <laughs> What's your pitch keep for going. season two? Okay. Uh, some things that should happen in season two. Uh, it, it opens with a rocket launcher going off. Nice. You know, how you got to start it. It was really... Sure really the biggest cliffhanger in my opinion from the end of the last season so we got to resolve that quickly and uh turns out the mom lives twist uh nikki lives not a twist joey dies though heroically no more narrator hard stop on that hard stop on the narrator uh tommy can become like new mafia kingpin and then i want him to go against his brother jimmy I want, his, I want the brother Jimmy to become like the the moral one, and and Tommy to go kind of crazy with power. Uh, what else can happen? Uh, we definitely need to give something for Sean to do. I feel really bad that he hasn't done anything yet, except for go to the hospital. We need to give him some epic scene, at least one or two. And uh, Kevin can keep doing what Kevin's doing and just be like the number two. I'm not sure what the plot would be, other than uh, some drama there between the brothers. The girlfriends can stay? I guess. <laughs> yeah. 
Season two, the girlfriends can stay. (laughs) (laughs) I think my pitch for season two is Sean shows up in prison in the present and gets a cell next to Joey. And the entire first episode of season two takes place in the present. And it's real stressful and you don't know what's going on. And Sean tells Joey, like, hey, man, I got pinched, see? And, like, it's terrible out there. Tommy and, and Kevin and Jimmy, they're they're crazy. I just had to get away. I had to get myself arrested. And, like, I know what you've been through, Joey. I know, I know what we put you through, and I forgive you. And Joey, like, doesn't know whether or not to trust him. And the episode ends with Joey trusting him, and then Sean murders him. Hmm. And Sean takes over narrating from then on out. And we still have Joey in the past doing shit. And you don't know what really went down with Sean and how he ended up there. And that's the new big mystery. I'm into it. So I'm into that. Sean's the narrator now? Yeah. That's your whole pitch? Yeah, he, he murders. We see more of the present. Like the first episode is entirely in the present with that okay. like weird green filter. Oh, we're going to keep that for a whole episode? Oh, we're keeping it. We're keeping it. You're going to keep that. It's a good editing thing. It is a strong creative choice, Kim. It's grainy and green, and it turns all the lights yellow. It is a strong creative choice. It is a... It is a staple of Black oh, Donnelly's. It is part God. of the aesthetic of the world. No, it's so unpleasant to look you at. You don't understand art. <laughs> oh, I'm so stressed. Uh, but yeah, Sean murders Joey and takes over narrating. Okay, so we have... Uh, uh, and this breaks my heart because I love Joey. But... Yeah, I was going to say. It's you're, a you're, good twist. Is, it's, it's a hard that important twist. to you. Yeah. Tough love for Joey Ice Cream. He'll he'll be fine. Uh, He's gonna end up on the Pacific. <laughs> so we have Joey Pickles tells all. Tommy Pickles tells all. Oh, I'm never Pickles. gonna. Tony Pickles. Tommy Pickles yeah. is from Rugrats. You don't even remember this amazing character you've created, whom I love. Tony Pickles tells all. Mom he, and the girlfriends like can Tony stay. And pizza. Like he stole a whole pizza. I was like, hey, give me some of your pizza. Well, I mean, ice cream He's, is not necessarily like. You know. Who steals pickles? Whoa, have you? I don't know that he's. St- I don't know that he's like? called that because pickles he stole pickles. Maybe he just likes pickles. Okay. Pickles are good. Pickles I mean, are great. It feels like a porn name. I don't know. Joey Ice Cream well, is a pretty poor name. No, not a poor name. A porn. Oh, a, a porn, porn name. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Next on stage, the raging stallion. Tony Pickles. No, it does not. Yeah, it's no, a porn that did name. Not work. Yeah, the it's, briny bro. It's Tony Pickles. Uh, it's sensual and dark. Uh, I I was I was trying. I miss. I'm. I like him. You you misheard Andy, and I misheard you. And I was trying to think of the porn star named Joey Ice Cream and what that would <laughs> entail. And it it it's it's okay. It didn't it didn't not make me like. Interested? Something um, about Sundays there. Ice something cream about cones. a Sunday. Nice banana yeah. split. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> we, we got there. We got there. We got there. Um, and we and the third one that we got is uh is is Sean kills. Sean becomes narrator. Sean 
Sean takes that narrator throne. Shows up like a Terminator. Sure. Yeah. Sure. The fuck, Kim? (laughs) I'm just saying, you you could change anything for season two, and you switch out the narrator with another narrator. Yeah, because then you're drawn in. You're like, everything is dark and terrible in this future, and I don't want... I don't want the story to end up there, but you know it has to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's fine. It's subtle. I the like audience it. agrees with me. Yeah, I, I just want to stress again how much the audience do. agrees with me. Audience has never let me down before. I'm going to make y'all your housemate's keeper. Do we know what Evan wants to do for the next show? No idea. Cool, cool. Could so not, that'll be a... Uh, yeah, that'll, that'll be something to pay attention <laughs> Pay attention on Facebook, pay attention on Twitter, and we'll, uh... Don't make it sound like work. It's a surprise. Look forward to it. it. It'll be a surprise! Yeah! Stay tuned for the epic surprise of what Evan's gonna pick for the next show. If you missed us with the April's Fool switcheroo, head on over to Badvertising, where we fixed America. Yeah! We fixed the whole thing. We did a good job. We fixed the whole thing by just focusing on one state. But we fixed that one state yep. real good. Which one? We did. Uh, listen to the episode. Okay. Uh, so, yep. Be sure to uh, thank you for, for listening to our friends from Overwitch for our uh, Galaxy Warp episode. And, uh, yeah, yeah, like Andy said, be, be sure to check out our uh, our episode over on the Badvertising feed. Uh, it's good. It's good fun times. You should check out uh, lots of stuff from... They have a better podcast than us. We should just steal their podcast. We should just do bad advertising all the time. At this point, I think I think we're entitled. Yeah. Um, if if everyone goes and listens to that episode and makes it the most popular episode, then we have taken it by combat. Yeah, it's then our podcast. Yeah. Um, check out bad advertising in general. They do yeah, have a great it's show. Fucking hilarious. It's a very uh, good check show. out over which. Uh, check also a out. Good show. Yep. Check out uh, Good Boys Girls, also putting out some good content. Um, you can check out all those shows on LunarLightStudio.com. And also, you can donate to our Patreon. You can be one of our fabulous supporters that we love so, so much. Uh, so Give, there us, is, your money. Yeah, Give there, us your money. Give us your money. There is a bonus content dropping three times a week over there, as well as a monthly live stream that you'll have access to, uh, which we are uh, sometimes a part of. And sometimes uh, we play games, some tabletop variety uh, that we had lots of fun with, Andy and I. So uh, go over, check that out. That is at patreon.com slash LunarLightHQ. Give us your money. Give us your money. Give it all to us. Just give us some. It's for protection from Nikki Katero. <laughs> Thank Anywho. you so much for listening. And, Don't tell uh, Pawn Shop Lou. I stole it. I snuck in. I snuck in. Oh. I interrupted you. I snuck in with the Don't you tell You did, Pawn Shop and Lou. you stole it from me. You know what? I'm so mad. You know. You know what I'm gonna do? What? I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell Pawn Shop Lou on you. Don't you dare tell him. No, I'm not gonna tell Pawn Shop Lou. Yeah. Yeah, don't tell Fon Javelo. Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay. <laughs> <laughs>